Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. This is Metric 3.0. And today we go back into the scripture in Exodus that talks about God driving out from the land little by little right, the enemy, so that he can increase us and cause us to be strong so that we might possess. We need to understand the Father's ways of how he's maturing us into our measure and into that multi-dimensional life that we're called to. We need to have understanding and wisdom and knowledge, and that we can only get from him. Take a listen. I pray it encourages you. Okay, I am doing metric 3.0 <laughs> as I have uh, thought on these things and as I am experiencing uh, these aspects of expansion and recognition myself, I'm wanting to encourage you. So here we are, metric 3.0. So in previous episodes, we talked about the metric, the measure that God has put within you. Maybe you are assigned, uh, first and foremost, you have a measure for uh, your family. Then you might discover as you mature and grow, you have a measure for your local church. Then you might, uh, as time goes by and you mature and you learn and God is able to find his way in you and with you and the two of you move and you begin to realize, oh wow, um, my measure continues uh, to make itself known. Uh, Again, it's not that you're promoting up. It's not that you've been rewarded and like, oh, here's more. It's no, you were, you entered in, you stayed with me, you allowed me to mature you. And now I'm about to show you uh, that you have not come to the end of the borders of what I have put within you. This is how the father would speak to you. And then you you think, but wait a minute, everything looks like it's going in the opposite direction. Uh, You're talking expansion to me, Father, and it looks like I'm shrinking every single day. It looks like I have very little ground uh, to even be able to, um, you know, to to live. Um, You feel like you're the one with the restraining order on you rather than a restraining order on the enemy. And this is where the paradoxical, contradictory ways of the Father, or they seem that way, when actually they are doing exactly what they are meant to do. But we have to be maturing so that we understand these distinctions and that we don't yield it to something that's an all-out attack and think that it's the Father and we just have to resign ourselves to it. Uh, because discernment is a big part of your maturing so that you begin to discern. Okay, as I mature and I'm maturing into my measure, uh, the Lord is wanting to uh, enlarge me to possess greater ground, greater territory. I need to be able to discern what is um, a testing that I'm going through uh, where I'm 
allowing the life of Christ in me to be developed? Uh, what is an all-out attack that I need to shut down so that I can move on? Uh, where is it maybe just the natural flow of life? I mean, some things, my friends, we just have to recognize um, the world in which we live and that there are some things that are just aspects of the natural flow of life. And I'm not saying that there aren't actions to be taken. It's just like I'm getting older and there are definitely things that I can do to uh, make it less chronic, less difficult, but I can't stop the aging process. That is a part. I'm not being punished because I'm getting older and maybe it's, um, you know, for older people, it might be a little bit more difficult to get around or, or you find that your eyesight is going, of course you can believe God to heal, but let's don't act like that's an all out attack of the devil and that, you know, I should never age. I mean, that just wouldn't make sense. And I, I'm sure you understand what I'm saying. So as we mature in our metric and we are going much more multidimensional and we're realizing God's put far more in us, then we realize that we also have to be discerning to be able to uh, know the distinctions of how do I respond to certain things that are going on. But I want to focus in on this scripture again. I read it the other day in the second chapter of the Green Letters. Um, and um, I want to read this paragraph. It's at the very uh, end of chapter 2, uh, quoting T. Austin Sparks. So often in the battle, we go to the Lord and pray and plead and appeal for victory, for ascendancy, for mastery over the forces of evil and death. And our thought is that in some way the Lord is going to come in with a mighty exercise of power and put us into a place of victory and spiritual ascendancy as in an act. We must have this mentality corrected. What the Lord does is to enlarge us to possess Okay, so I want you, and no, I am not explaining everything in detail. If something strikes you, if something makes you hungry, my friends, then pursue it. Pursue it with him to understand. All right, so I want to make sure you know that, right? And it goes on to say, he puts us through some exercise, through some experience, takes us by some way, which means our spiritual expansion and exercise of spirituality, so we occupy the larger place spontaneously. Okay, so this means, again, that he's already put within you, and as that is growing, growing, you might not see it in the moment, but then suddenly, right, you look around, you're like, wow, I've come into a larger place. I don't quite know exactly how this happened. I've just been with him day in and day out, Maybe it was nothing spectacular. Um, it might have seemed fairly ordinary at the time, but you stayed with him. There was the simple obedience of every day, your responsiveness to him. And what do you know? He has brought you into possessing, if you will, the next patch <laughs> of your territory, the next acre of your land. Okay, so here's the scripture that he, he uses uh, Exodus 23, 29 and 30, quote, I will not drive them out from before thee in one year, 
lest the land become desolate and the beast of the field multiply against thee. By little and little I will drive them out before thee until thou be increased. So please take note that the point is increase. And oftentimes we can get confused and think that God's way ways are surely going to kill us. <laughs> They're going to kill something, my friends, but it's not going to be you. He went to an awful lot of trouble to make you. Now, I want to read this to you uh, from the Amplified Classic, this same scripture, Exodus 23, 29, and 30. I will not drive them out before you in a single year so that the land does not become desolate due to lack of attention and the wild animals of the field do not become too numerous for you. I will drive them out before you little by little until you have increased and are strong enough to take possession of the land. Now, I'm sure you've heard the words, right, of Jesus, you know, occupy and possess until I come. Occupy, take hold. My friends, the kingdom of God does not come to control people or control governments. That's just not God's way. God's way is a way of authority and freedom, and this has to be learned. And so we're not talking about taking possession of the land. When we talk about the kingdom of God increasing, that's in the hearts of people. And then people mature, and then people begin to take their place. And little by little, the authority of God, the kingdom of God, the ways of our Father come. And there is a, a love and a protection and a purity, a cleanness and order that comes into people's lives, which is amazing. And then they can still freely reject God because the rain falls on the just and the unjust. And so it's not about becoming some militant, freakish, you know, group of people, of godly people. But, and, and sometimes it's sad because we still have to try to figure out what this means because we've seen it so rarely. Can I just say that again? You know, because, you know, it's like, this is not about becoming a dictatorship, a Christian dictatorship. This isn't about running the world. This is about it being as God has meant for it to be. It does not mean taking over, but it does mean having tremendous influence. It means bringing in those ways, right, of God that, again, God himself allows people freedom to reject him, to continuously reject him, right? even though he continues to bring blessings to people through his people, even though other people might reject him. So, and again, I'm just talking these things through. Uh, it's not a philosophy that I could just wax at, you know, and just be able to explain everything. These are things that we are learning. We are in that process. But listen, he says, I'm not going to drive things out in a single year. Okay, this is a lifelong work that we're stepping into, my friends. Your growth and maturity, you becoming that certain kind of person that moves with the Father, right? Uh, we're not looking for some utopia. This is not some romanticized version of the kingdom, right? We can look into the scripture. We can see how the New Testament church moved, right? And that was the early church. We're the now church, okay? 
And we can see that it doesn't mean that everybody's going to be happy to see you. Everybody's not going to be thrilled about that. So we have to let God prepare us for that. But what he's saying here is if you get everything that I've put within you and everything I've promised you all at one time, you're not going to be strong enough. You have not increased enough in wisdom and in stature, right, to be able to literally walk it out, live it, handle it, oversee it, whatever word you want to talk about, taking responsibility for it. And so sometimes we can see things and then we rush out to make them happen and we don't have the wherewithal or we don't understand why God doesn't just poof, make everything happen. My friends, we're being increased in this little by little. You see, he said, I will drive them out before you little by little until you have increased and you are strong enough to take possession of the land. So this is, this is why the word says, don't put a novice in charge of things right now, train them up, give them opportunities to the degree of maturity that they have, but do not look at someone's potential and say, wow, they've got it. They've got it. They've got it. And then just shove them into it. Right. And in their zeal, they're going to respond and they're going to do it, but they may not be ready because God cares as much (laughs) for his sons as the works that the sons are going to accomplish in their oneness with him. So I want you to give some thought to this. If you're frustrated today, if you are lethargic, you're like, you know, I don't think anything's happening, my friends. That's like your children going to school and they come home every day from eight hours of school and you say, what'd you learn? And they go, nothing. And you're like, really? Okay. But at the end of the year, guess what? They do promote up. Uh, Something has surely changed, right? But it was almost not noticeable because it was happening so incrementally, such little by little by little. There are some things that they grasp right away. There are some things they struggle in meaning that it takes a little bit more time, but they're diligent, they stay with it, they, they let their teachers teach them, they, they go through the practices, the things that they need to do to drill certain things in them. We, we know all these little components, right, that add up to a big education to the true growth of our children. But we need to look at this for ourselves, and we need to realize, we need to understand, right? We are growing up. Because, my friends, there is much to possess. There are many assignments that we are being sent out in. But we must yield right now in private. We must be serious about that. right? And as I'm sitting here in Poland about to start tonight and open up a cross-encounter, right? it's not required for me to be beside myself with excitement over cross-encounter, over whatever you may consider that to be. But am I diligent and am I faithful to the Father in what he's doing? Am I faithful to those whom he has connected me with that want to bring cross-encounter in to different cities and nations? Uh, That it's a doorway where God is opening people up to himself. Well, yes, I can be faithful to that. I don't have to be excited about an event I don't have to get myself all stirred up. I don't have to perform. I don't have to do any of that. It's the day in and day out, the little by little. And amazingly enough, the increase continues 
and continues and continues. Why? Because it said that God, God said he would drive the enemy out little by little. He'll deal with the um, occupants of territory. Now I'm talking spiritually right now. The occupants of territory where the enemy has been allowed to rule uh, for sometimes centuries. Okay? And I'm telling you, to think that you're just going to come in and snap your fingers and a stronghold of that magnitude is just going to come down. Well, we need to let God drive out the enemy as he's increasing us, as he's teaching us, as he's schooling us. And he is driving. It's his finished work that drives them out, but he's doing it through us. So we need to remain diligently abiding. It needs to become the tenacious decision of our hearts. As I remain with you, Father, day in and day out. And I will let you enlarge me to possess the fullness of what you've already put within me. And I'll go through the exercise or the experience or, you know, I don't have to like every single thing, but I do need to begin to understand my Father's ways and that I'm not being punished. I'm not being, um, you know, just left to suffer. My friends, these thoughts come from the mind of the flesh. That's always hostile to God. Romans 8. Always hostile. Never can perceive what God is truly doing. We have to step into the mind of Christ to be able to truly be able to see things as they really are. So I pray that this encourages you continuously today. Just put one foot in front of the other and let's let the Father raise us. The hour of history we're in requires it. I love you all and we will talk soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.